rolling and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew for Thursday, uh, January 28th, 2021. Oh, let me turn that down a little bit. What's going on? On today's episode, we got some questions from some listeners and I finally beat... Oh, I finally beat my Zelda game, so we know I got nothing to play. I gotta find a new game for me to play, because I've done my game that I wanted to play. Hey, it's a freestyle for today. Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew. This is for Thursday, January 28th, 2021. Yes, you guys feeling good, man. Have you noticed what's going on on the stock market? I'm sure, if unless you've got your head buried under a rock, um, what's going on right now in the stock market is pretty interesting. You might have seen some stuff going off about a GameStop uh, stock going off. Um, and so it's very interesting stuff. I have an economics background. You guys may know that I went to school for two years for economics until I ran a cost benefit analysis on my time there. And I said, fuck you school. And I hit the road for 10 years until I decided to, that, uh, that I probably should have stayed in school. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so now I'm back in school, but, um, it's interesting because it all started on Reddit which is like uh, some people use Reddit, some people don't, but it's actually the fourth or fifth most visited website um, on the internet. It's like Google, Facebook, YouTube, blah, 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 and then Reddit. Um, and it's kind of like where in the back in the day, it was kind of like where all the memes would start, right? Like you would see this stuff and then like a day later, you'd see it on Facebook or like two days later, you'd see it on Twitter. And it still kind of is the case, but it's definitely more mainstream now than it was when I started. I've had an account for like eight years or something. Anyways, there's this, it's, it's, it's a collection of like forums. Remember back in the day, you could have like forums or, or chat boards, essentially it's like that. So they're, and they are, and rather than called forums, they're called subreddits. So you have like Reddit and then subreddit. So anyways, there's this subreddit called Wall Street Bets. And essentially it's just a bunch of fucking dummies making Wall Street Bets. Like, hey, maybe this company's going to pop off, blah, 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 blah. And I've seen Wall Street Bets since its inception. They've been around, you know, for like, like a, a while, but less time than I've been on Reddit. And, um... And I remember when it first popped off, they had some stock and it was like something stupid and then everybody lost a bunch of fucking money and it was like, look at how dumb these guys are. And then they started like priding themselves on how stupid they were. But about a year ago, this guy posted, his username is deep fucking value. He posted a um, a position that he had taken on GameStop or on, Game, on GameStop where he had bought essentially $50,000 worth of shares. And everyone was like, you're super fucked. And the post only has like nine upvotes, right? Where it's just like, you're dumb, bro. You're going to lose all your money. But this guy, I don't know what the forces were that that happened, whether it was him posting his massive gains that just kind of led to more gains. But eventually the stock popped off just a little bit and the guy made like a hundred grand and everyone's, and that post gets voted up to the top. And it's like, well, fuck, this guy made like a hundred grand. And then slowly but surely, everyone in that subreddit kind of started po po uh, uh, buying that stock because they realized that it was heavily shorted by this co uh, company called Melvin Capital, which is a hedge fund, which is like a bunch of rich people putting all their fucking money together. And what, what happened when a stock is shorted, what that means is that a company essentially borrowed the stock at whatever price um that it's agreed upon at that time and then they agreed to pay back later but whatever the market value is so the reason behind behind why a company would do that is if they is if they think a company is going to fail so right now if they stock is trading at uh, say for example just for argument 10 bucks and they say okay i'd like to short the stock or borrow it from you without putting any money down just a small amount of money they have to put down to cover it um 
And then, and then in, in six months, I'll fucking pay you back whatever the stock's worth. And then in six months, when the company's gone bankrupt and the stock's worth only a penny, now they get to fucking sell these and make $9.99 a share. So it's essentially if I like had an Apple and you borrowed it off me and Apple's were a buck. And then a month later, Apple's are 800 bucks. And now you got to pay me back for the Apple. Well, it's fucking 800 bucks for the Apple now. And that's kind of what's happening right now is this large hedge fund had shorted uh, GameStop, because, GameStop because it's essentially blockbuster for video games. There's no fucking reason why this company should be doing well, uh, especially with these new next-gen consoles moving to pretty much online digital downloads only. There is no more physical game copies. And not to mention the uh, decay of brick-and-mortar retail in the first place. Um, so it's kind of like this double nail in the coffin, but all these fucking guys on Reddit got together and just said, fuck you, we're just buying this stock. And then they just started buying it. And there's 2 million people on that. The subreddit now is 5 million people because this is mainstream news now. Um, but I remember talking to Courtney about this like a, a week ago. I was like, yo, there's some crazy shit going on on Reddit right now. They're like fighting some capital hedge fund and like, and they're like bump pumping this GameStop stock like all the way up. And when I was talking about it, it was like 80 bucks. And I was like, there's no fucking way these guys are going to break through 100. And then they busted 140. And then yesterday they busted like 350. And it's like, what the fuck? So everyone now is crying foul because this hedge fund manager, all the fucking rich cocksuckers who've been gaming the system like this for fucking since the 80s, man. Um, since Reaganism and Reaganomics. Um, and now they're crying a foul. So this guy, so this hedge fund company gets bailed out by another couple of rich fucks to help them stay liquid and whatever. And then it's just a big circular dick in your ass for those guys. Um, but what they've done now is the app that all these Americans were using is this company called Robinhood. Um, and it was, they purported like their whole message was like, oh, we're democratic trading or whatever. But now Robinhood has, has suspended trading on not only GME GameStop, but also the other three stocks that this Wall Street Bets was rallying around, which were AMC movies like theaters, Nokia and fucking Blackberry. So it's like all these four companies that's like, okay, so movie theaters, AMC, and then Nokia and BlackBerry and GameStop. It's like, what the fuck? It's the seems so stupid on the outside, but these, but these stocks are so heavily shorted right now. So essentially now it's become this game of crowdsourced chicken versus 2 million fucking dummies or self-proclaimed retards. That's the word that they use. They, they, <laughs> for themselves, Two million self-proclaimed fucking retards versus uh, versus Wall Street, man, and it's hilarious because these guys, they it's a, it's death by a thousand cuts, man. It's <laughs> it's so funny to watch. And then I was telling Courtney about it, and then she and then finally went mainstream like a couple days ago, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just reading about this now, like on my Twitter. Like, it's cool. I got to like see." hear about it like before shit fucking popped off <laughs> so that's cool man um how about you guys let's go a little bit of uh how, oh shit how was my week okay my week's been pretty good i finally beat fucking breath of the wild man i finished my last divine beast it was the lizard one and then i had to face the fucking fire blight ganon and that was not a hard battle at all. I beat that first try because I went in there with some upgraded flame breaker armor. 
And then I went straight to Hyrule Castle and I and I used YouTube to find the fastest way into Hyrule because it's like a dungeon and you could go through and beat a bunch of mini bosses by circularing all the way up. Or if you got the nerds on Reddit who have put in 7,000 hours into this game, you find the optimal fucking trajectory line to take to, to avoid all enemies and get you to the boss, and which is exactly what I did, man. Because I ain't fucking around with no fucking dungeon shit. I just want to do the main quest. I want it to be easy, man. I want, you know, I just want to, I want the experience of it. I don't need to be challenged. I just, I want to be like a first person movie. So I fucking roll in to Hyrule Castle. I got my ancient armor on. I got my ancient shield, my ancient bow. I got like 20 ancient arrows, a fucking 99 bomb arrows, 99 shock arrows, fucking everything loaded up. All my Mipha's grace, everything is loaded up. Everything's ready to fucking go. And then I go and I fight the bad guy. And I watched the, I made sure I watched one, only one battle. Because I don't want to go into the boss fights like knowing too much. Because then it's like kind of like ruins it, you know. But I, I but everyone was saying on the that it was going to be easy. And then I go in to do the boss fight. And it was like mad easy, bro. Like I, th- I thought like I, there was way harder bosses throughout the world then and some of the under bosses in the divine beasts like the fucking the uh the water one bro was way the fuck harder than than calamity ganon but then at the end he goes into spoiler alert he goes into some big fucking creature and then you have to ride on a horse and shoot him with a bow and i never rode really on horses that much or did any bow shooting so it took me forever to fucking shoot the guy with the bow but then i finally got it and then it does the little ending cutscene or whatever, and you're like fucking a, and then the princess is saved, and blah blah blah, and then it does this typical like Mario thing. I've done a joke about this on stage where, but it's like it took me a hundred hours to a hundred hours to beat Mario, and I'll and as a reward, I just got the, a list of Japanese names. <laughs> it's like you're done. You let me present you with a list of Japanese names, which is what happened at the end of Zelda. And then I was thinking, okay, so like. The game's going to be over and then you're going to get to go back into the world without Calamity Ganon there. But then it just like, I didn't know this. This is the first Zelda game I played. They transport you back to the fucking right to the moment before you beat the boss. So you can never live in the world without the Calamity Ganon, bro. And I was like, man, what a fucking, that's what hell is, bro. <laughs> like for Link or for anybody, man, like you have this quest and you are aching to achieve it and then you finally achieve it. And then right when you do it, you get transported back to the fucking beginning of it and you can never, ever complete the quest ever. And that's a fucking allegory for life, bro, because you don't know when your quest is going to end. So all you get is the quest and you got to be happy with the quest because I was done and I was expecting a world f- without the goo and like, you know, and like maybe I'll be able to run around Hyrule without in the castle and see what it's like and the people will start to come back. Nah, man. All you got was the journey. Are you happy with that? <laughs> All you get is the journey, man. Court and I were watching this fu- mountain climbing documentary and this fucking guy couldn't make it across this one thing. It took him like seven days and he's starting to be like, fuck, man, am I, is this it? And then he realized he's like, all I get was the training and I don't ever get to go to the top of this mountain. But so it's like, is, is that it was my last like four years preparing for this like a fucking waste of time? Did I have fun doing it? Like. Like, will I be okay with myself if I don't get to achieve this? It was it the friends we made along the way. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but now's a good time to say thank you to the people who pay for the show. Um, thank you guys. Where's my fucking Patreon list? I had there's so many of them. I had, can't remember eleven names. Uh, we got fucking Taryn and Joel and Nick and Mac and Colette and Blair and Bubba and Joel and Brees and Marnus 
and fucking Tunde and Taryn and Andre and Mike D and fucking Isaac Joel, John Greg, Isaac Joel, Mike, and all the fucking and all the Patreons, man. So speaking of Patreon, um, oh yeah, and one more advertisement. Oh, also this is sick. I just got a word from King Tut's Cannabis. We're gonna do a fucking edible or not an edible, a uh, extract giveaway. So stay tuned for that, man. Um, we're gonna do a follow them, follow me. And tag a friend promo from my Instagram. So that's a cool thing. They got a new social media lady and she's doing really good. So uh, so they're going to send me a bunch of shit. So go to kingtutscannabis.com. They got a sale on some a nine, a new $99 ounces in. If you're into that, they got some fucking great extracts. Um, oh, also speaking of Nick and Mac, I know why there's been an outbreak of COVID at the fucking post office. That's why your shit is taking so fucking long to get to you. There's like a COVID outbreak. Um, so go to kingtutscannabis.com and use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. You get 10% off. And if it's your first time, you get 15% off because we're, we're still drug dealers and we hook you up if it's your first time. <laughs> uh, go to kingtutscannabis.com and use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. King Tut's Cannabis. Smoke like an Egyptian. Okay, so speaking of Patreon... Um, I'm going to start a new show. This is not a big, exciting news or anything like that, but I got to start. I got some uh, interviews lined up with some of my comedian friends. I'm going to give my patrons a little more juice. Uh, so I'm going to start interviewing all my famous comedian friends and putting it on my Patreon only. So fuck you. If you want to see the interviews with all my Juno award winning famous comedian friends, then uh, you got to you got to fucking pay up, buddy. Okay, so now we're going to answer some questions. Um, what is the name of this segment? What do we got? We don't even have a question answering segment. This is the first time anybody's ever asked me questions on the podcast. Okay, so um, let me pull this fucking shit up here. Where's this guy? Where's this fucking guy? Where is that? Uh, okay, Anthony. Here it is. Anthony from the Discord server. Uh, he was in reference to the steak on my fork, um, steak on my fork story from last week. Okay. Anthony is Nick's little, little brother. Uh, so he goes at 420, this guy joined, this guy joins the discord server at 420 AM, which is the true 420. An ultimate stoner will wake up at 420 in the morning. Cause they know it's zero 420 and 420 is actually 1620. So the real, the true 420. Um, Drew Bame talking about eating a steak off a fork over the sink is the most chaotic thing I've imagined in a long time. Five bites? How small is this steak? How big are the bites? Fuck, I'm going to bed. Dude, his laugh is so funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, me and Seth Rogen, uh, both got good laughs. Um, okay, so how big was the steak? How many bites was it? I'm gonna go with like one, two... Three, four, five, yeah, like five or six bites. That's a good guess. It was probably five or six bites. How small is the steak? The steak, it was like a regular, like a New York, like a New York, maybe like an eight ounce, maybe, maybe like, no, it was like a New York strip loin. It was, and it was probably like that, like that about the size of like, if you put it across your face, it would cover your eyes. <laughs> if you were to wear it as a steak mask, you could. Um, and it was about that big. And uh, how small is the steak? How big are the bites? I take big bites, actually. They're, they're fucking really big bites. So, yeah, and it was a steak. And then I just had it on the fork, man. And it was a little bit of a lean. And then you just fucking eat it, dude. 
So there you fucking go, Anthony. Welcome to the Drew Crew, man. What do you guys think? Look at these little fucking... Look at these little guys. Okay. Um, okay, so that's the show for this week. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting the interviews up on Patreon. We got some uh, guests lined up already. It was super easy. Everybody's down to do a podcast. And as I have lots of friends, actually, who've been waiting to do my podcast. Um, so, yeah. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you for watching. Thank you for supporting on Patreon and buying dope off King Tut's. Well, I'm sad. I beat Calamity Gannon. And I got no more quests to do. I got the RPG. Finish the game, fucking blues. <laughs>